Welcome to Fight the Cube Radio. If you're looking for a roadmap to retire as fast as possible, with as little work as possible, you're in the right place. Join us as we journey into the jungle of high-reward investing, one glass of prune juice at a time. Fight the Cube, your internet home for replacing the commute with Mongolian jellyfish bath. Look that up in your urban dictionary. I dare you. And now your hosts, Adam and Noah. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Is Emerald Lagasse in your kitchen right now? Emerald, the Bam, that's the Bam dude, right? Yeah. Is Emerald in your kitchen right now? Yeah, Emerald's banging around, favorite gun. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Fight the Q podcast. Hope you're doing well on your commute, wherever you are. If you're in freedom, that's great. If you're not, you'll be there soon. You're with your friends now. Adam? Yeah. What's going how's on, guys? Digest- how's your digestion? I'm where are you right now? I'm in the monastery. Talk, talk about the temperature or it is where you are. Uh, it's about 50 degrees in my mom's living room. It's freezing. There's just a cleaning session. The house is very clean. It smells nice. It smells like pine salt, but it is really, really cold because she doesn't like the heat. She doesn't For the like listeners, heat. Mom likes it cold. Yeah. Ma- mama, mama, mama likes her house cold. She prefers to walk sleeping, around in a winter jacket. When you're sleeping on mom's couch, you don't really get it. You don't get a say in the temperature of the house. No, no. When you're a tenant here, you know you, it's not up to you. It's up to the landlord yeah. to control it's, the heat. Uh, uh, entrepreneurship. It's entre- uh, entrepreneurship. <laughs> That's what um, happens. Your mom controls temperature. Uh, um, I had Thai soup, so my digestion is good. I have a, I had a really good gripe this morning. Why don't you go? How's your digestion? Do you have a gripe? My digestion sucks because I had really bad v- – I went to my taco truck that's usually open, and then I had really bad Vietnamese food. Um, <laughs> so – and then I had I had, ra- I had a soup, like round table sushi last night, so it was bad. Um, oh, my, I know my gripe. My gripe I, I know what my gripe oh, is. Oh, boom. My gripe. Oh, my gripe is not finishing my gripes. Continue though. Uh I was doing research for another episode of this podcast, and um, there was a there's a marketing video that's just for millennials. So like, <laughs> like, can you just do this music in the background? Go like this, da 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 da. It's like a happy marketing. Da, 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 you can da, have da, your budget, da, da, even though you're da, an idiot. Da, 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 you can piece da, all your money da, da, together, da, 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 and it da, will be okay. Da, 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 da. You're a klutz, but it's all right. <laughs> it's like the fun. It's like. The marketing is just like the baby hands marketing where it's like, you know, like, oh, you're such an idiot, but it's, it's okay. It's okay to be stupid. Aha. It's so silly. I get what you're saying. I hope the listeners got it and I hope they like my, my background, but it, you know, it's, it, it, it doesn't matter. Let's just continue. What's the episode about Adam? You can do your taxes. Shut up. You're in your sweatpants. <laughs> Begin the episode. The people are bored. What's this episode okay, about? Sorry. This episode is about uh, credit card miles. It's an episode that we've done many times before, but none of them to sufficient quality. <laughs> That's so my gripe. Gonna... I just want to say, I've had this gripe before. My gripe is, is when the audio recording isn't good enough and we do episodes about five times in a row. This must be the fifth this... or the sixth time we've done this episode, just in various podcasts. I'm just saying. Okay. Anyway, but we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it, though. Okay, so why credit card miles, Noah? What's up with so, miles? What are they and why? Let me tell you guys about credit card miles. Okay, you've probably heard of your friends or whatever. They're flying for free. The, if you use the miles correctly, if you use credit cards correctly, um, you can basically fly uh, the rest of your life for free. You don't have to pay for a flight. And you're like, oh, that's a scam. I don't want a credit card, blah, blah, blah. We're going to get into all that, people. But basically, I've been flying free for 
what, last like three years? And I've paid for my girlfriend's flights. She's gave me a look, but she's had some free flights, haven't you? She's had a lot. That's right. She's had a she's, lot of free flights from Daddy. At the teat of free flights. Suckle that free flight teat. <laughs> yeah. Ew. Um, out of five miles. Speaking of teats, uh, miles. I've been I've been doing miles <laughs> for about three or four years too, as well. Um, I started a little bit before you, I think, and I all learned it from my uh, my miles master. His name is Gabe Germanow. He's an amazing yeah, shout miles out. man. He's really advanced in the miles game. Uh, okay, but, but really, the the reason to do miles is because you can fly for free. There is a way to fly for free on all your domestic flights and some international flights as well. And if you're flying a lot, like for weddings, like people our age, you know how much flights cost. They cost a lot. Um, they're a big chunk of your finances, and it sucks. It doesn't need to be that way. You can just be free. It sucks. It makes it makes every trip more stressful because you've already paid more. So if you're going on a trip and that $500 flight is just paid for with miles, um, mm-hmm. it's great. So, yeah, so according uh, – oh, I cut you off. Ooh, yeah, ooh, I'm going to cut her. I'm gonna cut Adam, her. how can they start? How can the people start? How can, let's, let's not ramble. How do they start? How can they start? Well, before that, I just want to say that I saved – Oh, almost, my God. Uh, I, I, I saved almost $10,000 the last three years according to my spreadsheet. You know, I put in the information. So obviously it's all correct. Okay. I need to, now I need to pull up my <laughs> – we know about me pulling up spreadsheets on this podcast. Oh, no. Oh, don't do it. Don't <laughs> I had to pull it. it up. Yo, just start. Adam, Adam. Um. How, how can people start in the cards? Like, what should they start with? Okay, well, that's a good idea. Um, this card you should be starting with, I think, if I had to put a name on it, would be the Chase Sapphire Preferred. Because that card is a very simple one. I think that it is 3000 It's a spend of $3,000 in three months. What that means is you don't have to change your spending at all. I know that's a common objection. You just have to spend $3,000, and I know that everyone listening to this podcast does that in three months. So just spend like you're spending right now, and you will get 40,000 miles. Yes, I, t- I totally agree with that. Chase Sapphire Preferred is a great, great way to start. Um, I have I have saved – let me see. I have saved $3,567 on credit card miles. And yes, people, that includes all the annual fees and whatever associated with the cards. Um, and on top of that, have bought my girlfriend a ticket to Nashville for a bachelorette party. Yes. Yeah. I also, you know, I received the Southwest Companion Pass, which we'll get into in a little bit. But before we go on with more of the cards, I just want to go over some common objections with you. So the first objection that people say when we tell them about credit cards, Miles, is doesn't it hurt my credit score? No, you yeah, want to so, take one? Yeah, I'll, t- I'll, I'll take this one. So, I'm yes, opening – you know, there's someone else's podcast. It's not just me monologuing. Right. Monologuing. And let's be let's be quick for the listeners because I know when I listen to podcasts, I get bored real quick. So so let me tell you when you when you open up a new um, a new credit account, which is what happens when you get a new credit card, um, it has it yes it will lower your credit by a very very minimal minimal percent. So when people say like oh that lowers your credit, that's not the whole story, right? It does lower your credit, but very very low. It's a very very low mark on your credit uh, to lower it. So and it will quickly once you start paying off that extra account or because of the credit limit that that account gives you, uh, you'll quickly make that up. So uh, just as as like a metaphor, let's say that if you miss a payment and that's like you know if you owe something on your credit card and you don't pay it in time, let's say that's like an a hundred score, like an a hundred um, as far as how much it affects your credit. Opening up a new credit account would be like a two or a three. So. That's how little it affects – like some other actions affect it so much more. Adam? 
Yeah, so it, it'll hurt you just a tiny bit for the hard inquiry into your score to open up a new account, but it'll also help your credit utilization rate. And what the utilization rate is, it's the percent of credit that you've used up on your cards. So let's say you've used up $100 if you have an 1,000 credit limit. Well, if you open up a new card, let's say like no credit card is like this, but let's say the credit limit on the card is 1,000. So you just doubled your credit limit and therefore your utilization rate will be lower. So it'll help your credit score. So it helps it more than it hurts it. Right. Uh, it will also lower your, your age of credit, which will hurt it a little bit too. All in all, it hurts it a very small percentage um, and it's very easy to make up. It does lower your age of, age of credit originally, but if you keep this account open for longer, it will obviously help it get higher. Right. So basically, if the if you are applying for a real estate mortgage, um, I would wait on getting a new credit card until after you've done the loan. That's the only time I wouldn't buy a credit card for miles. But it doesn't hurt your score that much. It hurts it by like a couple points, like one or two. It would yeah, never it's, go down it's, more than that. There's no it's way. It's true. I just said that, but I'm applying for – we're applying for another real estate mortgage, and uh, I opened a credit card because I know it just affects you. Like It barely affects the credit score, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. All right. Objection um, two. Objection two. Uh, I think we answered that pretty well. Will, will I have to spend a lot of money to get the miles on these cards? Um, will you have to spend a lot? No. Um, most, most cards that aren't the business cards are only a couple thousand spread over three or four months. I think that's a pretty simple answer. If if you if you are if you do have a business on the side or some way or you're traveling a lot for your business, traveling in sales or whatever, um, that's when you can get like the biz, like the Chase Inc. business card or even the Southwest business card that have a high threshold uh, for miles, and you can get some big rack rack up some big boys. But you do not need to spend a lot. No, wait. In fact, you don't need to spend a lot. You just need to spend the normal amount. And I want everyone who's listening to this podcast to think about it. How much do you spend each month? And you know, even if you don't know that, I mean, I will, you know, I know that the golden goose, really like the golden magical goose is to spend. Under What's the thousand. golden goose? The golden goose is to, spend, is to spend under a thousand dollars a month. That would be a golden goose. I've never hit it. I, I live at home. Yeah. If you did that, you'd be an amazing. You're in the hall of fame. You're you'd the also, Hall of Finance. You'd also probably be homeless. If you spent under a thousand – wait, no. So you live at home on the couch. Yeah, and I can't get under a thousand. Well, I just got a you, dog, so that was bad. That was hurting. That would be epic if someone could get under a thousand. Um, that would be epic. Please write us if you got under a thousand. We want to hail you. What have you yeah. done to get under a thousand? You definitely cannot – you're probably not paying rent. Anyway, so yeah, what I mean by that is most of the cards have a $3,000 in three months. So you're going to hit that just with normal spending. So you just spend normally. You never spend more than you need to to hit these limits. It's just a normal spend. That was my point. Yep. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I have another objection you don't have on the sheet, uh, on, the, on the sheet of our preparedness for this podcast. Uh, annual fees. Won't the annual fees all add up, and then, it won't, and then it will basically negate all of the miles that I'm getting? Oh, that's interesting. If you look at the section called dealing with the fee, maybe there's you know some things in there that we did prepare for preparedness. I actually don't see you th that you put that. Oh, you did. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, it's not it's not a correct section though of, of the sheet. That's fine. All right, dealing with the fee. Well, I know on both Southwest cards, I've been able to waive the fee for the second year. Usually, the annual fee is like ninety five dollars or something like that, a little bit below a hundred. There's a couple ways to get out of the fee. One is just to call them, and most likely they will let you keep the card, but uh, waive the fee because it helps them that you have the card. 
them by them I mean Chase or Capital One or or whomever. Uh, the second option is to try and downgrade to another card. So if you have a high Chase card, if you have like Chase Preferred, you can downgrade to a Chase Freedom usually, and that is a free, no annual free, and you'll get to keep your miles. And then the third option, of course, is to close the account and not pay the annual fee, which is also yeah. viable. If you can, if you can tran, if you can transfer, uh, you, if you don't have to close out that account, you can transfer it down to another account, another card that doesn't have a fee. That's great because then you will keep your age of credit, you'll keep that credit line open, and so it'll help your credit score. Um, I also, okay. I also want to say a lot, a lot of cards have. So let me give you an example for the the new Southwest. I, I think I have the Southwest Premier card, um, and I just got this. Is like very recent, like a couple weeks ago. Um, so the South, Southwest Premier card, it has it's it is one hundred and fifty dollars um, a year, uh, but it has a seven thousand seven thousand point annual bonus. And if you use that, if you use that for Southwest flights, uh, that that's about it's about like one hundred and fifty. It's about one hundred and fifty dollars. So it basically cancels out like the annual fee. Uh, the sorry, the annual points that you get cancels out the annual fee. Uh, so I love cards that have that because essentially you you know I'm gonna use those Southwest points. I'm basically not paying the fee. Yeah. Let me okay, yeah. let me let me let me say this too. There is somewhere out there, you know, in a in a in a high office in New York, surrounded by rich rich mahogany, where all these airlines are getting together and they're like we are just like fucking each other. Because, like, they're basically just these cards because they all want you on their card. There's, right, Alaska card, a Virgin card, a Frontier card. I think every major airline has a card now. Um, they're basically cannibalizing each other because they all want you on their cards, and they all want you to fly their airline. So take advantage of the, of the competition. This is capitalism, right? Take advantage of, of the market. The market has given you this gift. Yeah, it really is. It really is a gift, and so few people know how to use it. I mean, I know a lot of people think that their Bank of America original credit card that they got, the called the travel card, is actually doing something for them. But the only way to get miles from these cards, and really the only way to get value out of them, is to get the sign-up bonus. You want the sign-up bonuses. We don't really care. Some people do that go into the details about how many uh, miles you get per dollar spent. I got, I got, I got, a, I got a rule of thumb. I got a rule of thumb for that. If, if you, if you are spending um, upwards of four thousand dollars a month, and I uh, hope that you're not, but if, if you are, depending on what kind of lifestyle you want, if you're spending over four thousand dollars a month, it's possible that the, uh, the rewards you can get from points would be big enough to look into that. See what I mean? Uh, no, yeah, no, I, I agree that you should look into it, uh, but at first. I would stick with the sign-up bonuses. I've been doing this for a long time. I don't really care about the amount of dollars to miles right now. It doesn't. It doesn't make that big of a, an impact. Yeah, of um, I'm not but that much. I, I, yeah, but from from running my Amazon business, I have gotten a ton of points because I'm you know so much money goes out and in through like through sure. cash flow. So basically, I think like I like when looking at it. If you were spending four thousand a month, you could get a lot. You could get a serious amount of airline miles with just. Uh, just non-bonus, non-bonus points. Okay. Wow, that's okay. I in Tianda. Um, yeah, hey, yeah. give the people one. Give the people one thing to do. What should they do right now to get started? Um, wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean, whoa, 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 whoa? We're not there yet. I have to. I want to go through all the cards first. I want to go through all the cards. All right, um, go through the cards. Okay. Um, so like I was saying before, the card you should start off with, I believe, is a Chase Sapphire Preferred. And what that is, it's a 
three thousand dollars three months and it gives you forty thousand miles so Noah, what would you say forty thousand miles like how many round trips is that oh my i like i like just did i like just did the, the conversion i would say four so four thousand so forty thousand points it's at least four round trips probably five but that is a chase that's chase points just to be yeah. specific no so if you were using those chase points to go to southwest which has like a really good conversion and southwest is a great economy airline um, and if you're flying domestically, I think that you could probably fly four or five. That's four. Blah 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 blah. That's four or five round trips, depending uh, on if you're flying on holidays or not. Yeah. Who's uh? Is someone cooking up a storm behind you? She is really cooking. That's good. Hi, uh, babe. Let's, let's turn it down. Let's just keep like it from down 11. for the listeners. Let's keep it down. Let's keep to it down five. for the listeners. Um. All right. So she starts. She starts getting frantic when she hears about airline miles. I know. I know. Hmm? I know. Um, Everyone does. You spend you spend so many miles on her. That's right. That's what you give to, you give to the women. Um, so, so two other cards that, that like you were saying is the Southwest cards and one big the uh, holy grail of miles is called the companion pass. What the companion pass is is it lets a companion of your choice you can switch it three times, fly for free with you during the course of two years. So they fly for free but, once you book a Southwest flight. It's amazing. Let me just repeat this. If you get a companion pass, it means that you are the OG of miles, okay? Only original gangsters get the companion pass. And that's when you right. know that you've really done it right. That's um, when you know you've done it right. Exactly. I, I had a companion pass the last two years. It was fantastic. Yeah. So you can have, you just have some someone just flies for free with you on any Southwest flight when you have a companion pass. Right. Which is and ridiculous. I, and also, I mean, by the time you get the companion pass, which takes 110,000 miles, and the way you can get that right now is if you sign up for the Southwest Rapid Rewards Premier Business Card, and I know what you're saying is I don't have a business. Well, if you've ever done anything for gig economy stuff like Uber, Lyft, Postmates, whatever, or you've ever done any freelancing, which is any kind of contractor um, where they didn't pay you a – didn't pay any benefits for you or just an hourly wage – you can get this because you're a contractor and therefore a, an independent business. You don't have to register as an LLC. Sorry to go off there. So long. Can, 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 can people just use fight the cube? We'll just say that they're a consultant. If, if, if they were in trouble for it, just, just say fight, fight the cube. cube as your business. So, just use fight the cube as your business. And we'll say you consulted us. So, okay. So you get 60,000 Southwest rapid rewards from your business. And then you'll get 40, 40,000 from Southwest rapid rewards plus or just the generic Southwest Rapid Rewards card. So you're already at 100,000. Then you only need 10,000 left to get the Companion Pass, and you can get that 10,000 easily through a couple months spend. So if you have both those cards, in a couple months' time, you'll get the Companion Pass, which is an amazing, amazing offer. Also, if you live in California, um, there's a much easier way. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but since they're in competition so much with Alaskan, there's an easier way to get the Companion Pass by spending... Like three thousand in three months. It's a special deal. Okay, that's all the nitty gritty. Let's sell the sizzle a little bit more. That, that is uh, the sizzle. Well. Wait, that is yeah, the, that's, that's that's the nitty gritty. The nitty gritty yeah, is that, the sizzle. I don't know. <laughs> no, it never is. It never okay. is. Let me say. Let me say that I love. I love this not only because I fly for free, which is great, but also because it feels like I'm just like I'm just taking money from the man. Like you're just using the system that they set up. And if you're just not completely irresponsible and don't pay your credit card off, then you win. And Can you just you get question? to fly for free. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Is, is Emerald Lagassier in your kitchen right now? Emerald, the BAM, that's the BAM dude, right? Yeah. 
Is Emerald in your kitchen right now? Yeah, Emerald's banging around. Babe, are we done? It's Let's slow cook cool today. For two slow cook today. Slow uh, cook today. Yeah, so I, I also just want to say before we wrap it up that the biggest rewards come with the business cards. And just to say it again, you don't have to have a business to register for these cards. I know it's a common objection. You would just put down your independent freelancer, your babysitting, your nanny, your side hustle, or fight the cube down, and they will accept the card. They want to accept your cards. Right. Yeah. Right. You don't need to have an actual business. Just put literally anything down that you've ever done. Carrying the groceries for your neighbor, that's old. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, Noah, what's your, what's your favorite card? I know I've been talking a lot about cards. Oh, I love this. My my like my personal favorite, honestly, I have really good memories. I have really, really good memories of the Chase Inc. business. And the reason is because I got a sixty thousand dollar bonus. I still remember I really still remember how, how beautiful that was. The the bonus from that. That was my favorite card ever. How about you, Adam? What's your favorite card ever? Um, I think my favorite card would be the first card, which is the Chase Sapphire Preferred, just because it's a really nice Great. card. It has it the has like a card. slate. It has like a slate weight to it. The Southwest cards aren't that nice. They're just like normal. Um, yeah. And also, when I got the 40,000 miles, I didn't know it would be three round trips for free. And it was just amazing when I booked it. It seems like yeah. you're stealing. Okay. No one probably cares about what we think about the cards, though, personally. Let's 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 tell no, them. Let's leave, let's let leave them. The Capital One Venture has a nice heft. It's got a real nice slate heft. No, nothing as, as nice of a heft as the Chase Sapphire. No, nothing you the feels One's like a nice. Chase Sapphire. A reserve, the Chase Reserve feels nice, too. Capital One is for little boys that have moved away from Southwest. Yeah, Capital One's a weird one. It's for international airlines. Yeah, that's not that's not me. Um, All right, Noah, Noah, how do you optimize this? Like, okay, so let's say that I have three or four cards. Optimize. Efficient. How many, 10x. How do you yeah, how do 10x? <laughs> well, how do you how do you manage having so many cards? Um, so I have a, I have a spreadsheet that we will we will share in the group. Um, and I just use that to manage my cards. <clears throat> what I what I do is I I find the like the due date of the card Spit or whatever. Yeah. I know. I'm just just I tried to pause for a second to get my thoughts, sorry, and then you sorry. ran in there. Um, so I get like the date that the uh, annual fee is due. So let's say the most recent. So let's say I have five cards right. Now. I'm looking at my sheet. I have six cards open right now, actually. Um, the next date where the annual fee, the most closest date, is September. Uh, so then I put a note on my calendar to reach out on like September 1st and like try and get the, the annual fee waived and if not down downgrade the card because I've already used the miles from that card. Mm-hmm. So that's how I manage it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'll put this in the group and then put a little post with it so people can understand. I also manage it with the same way with a nice spreadsheet. Uh, it gives me notifications, the most important of when the annual fee is coming up so that I can call them and try to get that waived. Um, sometimes I do forget, but it's okay because the card still pays for itself with the amount of round trips you save. If you imagine how much a flight is last minute, you know, $400, $500 really saves you a lot of money. Okay. All right. Tell them. Uh, so what's the one thing they can do? The one thing that you can do is to apply for a Chase Sapphire Preferred. You can do it all online. It takes about a couple minutes, and you can get the Chase Sapphire Preferred. Transfer all of your spend over to that card all of your automatic subscriptions, and then um, just watch the miles come in. And the one thing I forgot to say really quick is that when you get the cards, you're going to want to set it up to be automatically paid off from your bank account. So you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, that's right. 
Guys, um, I know I know we said that we, we, we were starting the new website, FTCPod.com, because Fight the Cube was taken by a, a Dutch shoe company. True fact. Check it out. Send them hate mail from us. Actually, season two, otherwise known as the re-up, otherwise known as the lean edition. All right, so we're just going to use the Facebook group for now. So find us on the Facebook group. Um, hit us up with all your questions. You can contact us there. Yeah, guys, we'll see you next time. Find us on the Facebook group. Yeah. Say hi. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Stay hungry, stay hustling, stay strong in the digestion. Fight the cube.